Today's show is sponsored by Lard. If it's not cooked in lard, it's not cooked in lard. Hello, you're listening to The Technical Difficulties. I'm Tom Scott. Joining me in the studio today, please welcome, he reads books you know, it's Chris Joel. Definitely cooked in lard. (laughs) And built for leisure, not for speed, it's Gary Brannan. I only taste good in batter, cooked in lard. And the bounciest man on radio, Matt Gray. But chips cooked in lard aren't crispy. They have to be crispy if they're chips. I'm more worried about the concept of battered Brannan. Well, why not? We had a discussion about this last night, and just to summarise it, we did agree that chips cooked in in beef fat are better and to crispy chips. Oh, it's it's a bold I li- statement. I, I like the way that that was agreement, and he's pointing across the table and saying, <laughs> to crispy. <laughs> you do oh, agree, yeah. 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 Mr. Gray, you have 15 seconds for a rebuttal. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, debate over. <laughs> the way the show works is very simple. Uh, in front of me, I have a classic deck of trivia question cards from 1984, and by classic, they are old and out of date. I'm going to read out the answers. All you have to do is guess the question, get it right for a point and a ding. And there's a bonus prize for particularly good answers, which is... Mystery Biscuits! Oh yeah! Alright. I preferred the dong. We start tonight with Julie Andrews. Well, doesn't every Sunday morning start with waking up next to Julie Andrews? Yep. Good lord. <laughs> Just in your head, I think, Harry. <laughs> Look, I've... I need to get into your head. head. You and you're a married man. Look, I once had a dream, right? It wasn't just... I had a dream. I dreamed no. that one day, Julie Andrews... No, sorry. No, actually, I dreamed that I was... Um, <clears throat> Julie Andrews. Having fun okay. with Diana Rigg of the Avengers. And I know exactly which episode as well. No, <laughs> this is the problem. It wasn't Diana Rigg as she was then. It was Diana Rigg as she is now. Oh, and oh. I challenge you, gentlemen, to have a more disappointing dream than that one. <laughs> <laughs> the knowledge of waking up and going, <laughs> Diana Rigg, ah, oh, and she is now brain. <laughs> My brain could have had any Diana Rigg from any <laughs> Avengers episode. They took her as an old woman. What is wrong? But anyway, Julie Andrews. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong, Julie Andrews? No, that's not right. You're listening to Dream Psychiatry on Kiss <laughs> 105. <laughs> Uh, Julie Andrews Sound of Music We're not looking for a film role We're looking for uh, a theatre role actually Is it Pygmalion? Uh, it is It's who portrayed Eliza Doolittle In Broadway's original My Fair Lady that Oh because it was Watson him in the film wasn't yeah. it? Um, the one that couldn't sing <laughs> Sorry it's like a conversation at Christmas around my house Sorry <laughs> You know what's this is, her name? This is like a conversation before the internet I forget her name The little, the little woman one of the crankies? <laughs> oh. Hey, do you want my, my, my crankies fact? Well, apart from the fact they're swingers. Uh, that's, tr- that's true, but we didn't want that fact. No, think about it. <laughs> no one wanted that fact. Think about it. Uh, Audrey Hepburn is the answer to the My Fair Lady mm. one. Um, crankies, if they were on the Titanic and the cry went up, women and children first. <laughs> <laughs> Jeanette Cranky was sorted on both counts. Also, the crankies on the Titanic sounds like the worst... Sort of Christmas special I could have ever <laughs> no, done. I think that's brilliant. Really? Just imagine, yeah. I mean, obviously, you'd have to somehow skirt around the fact that you're about to kill off, you know, fifteen hundred people. This Aussie bloke's building this replica, isn't it? Get yeah, it, yeah. Get him really? on the phone. Get yeah, the crankies on it. Yeah. Fill a Christmas special. Mm. Just think they'd be in the kitchen of the Titanic. It's at an angle. Think of the amount of custard pies that would fall off into their face. That's true. <laughs> all the custard <laughs> yeah. pies. They'd be slipping and sliding all over the place. And you wouldn't necessarily need to sink the Titanic. What they'd do is they'd plug it with some special, again, custard pies would plug the hole. <laughs> yes. And the only way they could apply them would be to throw them really hard. Yes. 
Yes, and then obviously the the ship's captain just gets in the way at the oh, wrong. Oh, naturally point. he does. But the, the ship's captain loses his beard somehow, and the only disguise he can have is yet <laughs> more custard pie. Custard beard. Yeah. If you're gonna do this, you have to make the super film of this though, because you're gonna be paying a lot for the replica of the Titanic. Oh yeah. Three parter with the Chuckle Brothers. Oh. oh. We'll get we'll get Jackson to direct. Then there'll be two hours of gazing lovingly into each other's eyes, which will <laughs> yes. get over time up and take it up to the six have, hours. How period. about have I, the Crankies and the Chuckle Brothers ever work together? No, but they ought to. You could do a straight pastiche of Titanic, then, couldn't you? Either Barry or Paul has to fall in love with Jeanette. To me, to you, to me, no! to you. <laughs> Does anyone know anyone we can pitch this to? Does anyone know a chuckle brother? Well, they're from, from Rotherham. Rotherham. Oh, yeah, and, you know, there's only six people in Rotherham, so naturally it's I know the exactly. chuckle brothers. There's me, the chuckle brothers, David Seaman, Jeremy Clarkson, and the man who runs the shop that we all get our Twixers from. And Dolly and Parton. And that's it. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Dolly, what? what? Dolly Parton lives in Rotherham. I'm not joking. I'm not making this up. Yes, you are. Yes, I'm not, you are. I'm not. <laughs> She's lo- she knows she has this book reading thing for kids. This book, sort of, you know, no, le- learning no. to read. Skin. Have, called, I'm sorry. Have you confused Dolly Parton with Dorothy Perkins? No, 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 no. It's called <laughs> it's called Dolly Parton's Story Train. Okay, and they use it for teaching kids to read. She's I... launched it in Rotherham, in the Rotherham schools. She's oh. so taken with the place because it reminds her of where she came from. And the rumour I heard... And Wasn't was she a from rumor. a backwards place in the... Yeah, yeah. Rotherham. <laughs> Internet this. I, I already have. I'm genuinely intrigued. Well, the thing is that the first result is, is a Guardian article titled Is Dolly Parton Moving to Rotherham? Question mark. And oh, as we right. all know... If a headline has a question mark on the end of it, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> but she, she certainly has Rotherham connections, I'll, I'll give you that. She does. Uh, the, the, the one I was hearing that she was going to buy Paul Shane's old house. Here we go. Look, it's not unusual for stars to buy property belonging to famous friends. Unfortunately for Dolly, local comedian actor Paul Shane is selling his house in Thriber Village. In Thriber? Yeah. Ugh. What's wrong with Thriber? Well, a lot less than is wrong with Rotherham, to and be fair. And it sounds a bit like throbbing. <laughs> Thanks Paul for bringing Shane his back, is, back Paul Shane is throbbing. Right. What was the question? <laughs> it was Julie Andrews a long time oh, yeah. ago. But... <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> What's this shit we're here for? Yeah. <laughs> well done, Julie Andrews. You've done a whole show on your own. Have we had an answer yet? Uh, yes, we have. Uh, and the point, uh, the point went to Chris. Actually, I think Gary should get some biscuits for Dolly Parton in Rotherham. Mystery biscuits! Oh, yeah. Oatmeal raisin cookies today, in case you're wondering. I thought we had white chocolate. Um, maybe somewhere don't, around. Don't insult him with your offers of fruit. Sorry, <laughs> that's, that's dangerously close to healthy. <laughs> your next one then is Michelangelo. Worst of the turtles. Yeah, also <laughs> true. Which was Michelangelo? He was the one with the nunchucks. I is he the think? one with the orange bandana? No, because I liked no, him. Mike, my... Michelangelo was the orange one. Orange one. I think. Yeah, was he the one that liked pizza? Because I quite I liked him. The they most. all like pizza. pizza. No, but he was Le- more Leonardo's into it. blue and swords. Donatello's purple and a staff. Raphael's Red and a sigh. So, yeah, it must be nunchucks and orange. It is nunchucks and orange. I quite liked him. I think it's my, my favourite. My favourite breakfast drink. <laughs> nunchucks and orange. Mm, delicious. <laughs> Thank you, Mr Lee. With bits. <laughs> Not afterwards. <laughs> Michelangelo, gentlemen. Painted the Sistine Chapel. Yes, exactly hey. right. Very easy one there. So we move on to the Rainbow Warrior. Well, I can get the answer. Yeah. Who, who fights for gay rights? <laughs> That's actually quite a good name for a superhero up there. The Rainbow Warrior. What no. would George Zippy and Bungle's alter egos? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a kind of Transformers, they all slotted together. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I've seen pictures of that somewhere. <laughs> New Zippy. We're still on the Rainbow Warrior. Oh, my God. Oh, Greenpeace. Next there we question. go. Greenpeace is most We've famous. We've got our mileage. Sung by the French. <laughs> was oh, yeah, it? it was sung, wasn't it? I don't know by whom. Well, the French, apparently. <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> 
they all try to get on board the what ship. What shall at we once. do today? I don't know. Let's sink Greenpeace. Everyone, everyone. I'll check that out just so I'm not slurring an entire nation. Yeah, I think again. I just did that with the accent. It's too late. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was something by French intelligence. Anybody? 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 <laughs> Go on. I thought you said sung, not sung. This, this whole conversation makes so much more sense now. Rainbow Warrior. <laughs> I'm such a tit. <laughs> oh, man. That would be so weird as a Serge Gainsborough song. What? I was just the first French singer I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from Celine Dion, who's French-Canadian, I don't yeah. actually know any well, French Sir, singers. Serge, Serge Gainsborough's famous for basically singing smut and doing things that would get you deeply, deeply arrested if you weren't oh, yeah, Serge he was, Gainsborough. He was so, filth, wasn't he? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. If you think of a really French-sounding bloke singing a song, it's Serge Gainsborough. Bonjour. <laughs> Is it me you're looking, looking for? <laughs> no, not a song sung in a French accent. <laughs> the French hello. Bonjour. <laughs> Avec moi. <laughs> I don't know. Can't can't read my poker face. <laughs> no, that's not French at all. Why am I trying accents when we all know I can't do accents? We move on to kangaroos. <laughs> Can we fit on one of them? <laughs> I don't know. Shotgun on the pouch. Oh. oh. Well, you're going to get covered in mucus. It's full of mucus. <laughs> oh, all right then. Fine. It's not Felix's bag. You can't just get it in there. I love that's the first containment vessel you went to, though. What's Felix's bag? It's Felix? a bag that belongs to Felix. It's Felix a good answer. The cat had a bag that you could fit anything in. Oh, yes. You know, you could pull out like a ladder or a jet fighter or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ripped off by J.K. Rowling in the popular Harry Potter series of the Bag of Convenient Tentness. Well, no. Rip- <laughs> <laughs> Ripped off by, I think, every Dungeons & Dragons type game ever. Yeah, but it's still Felix's bag, isn't it? It's Mary Actually, Poppins' bag. Felix would predate Mary Poppins. It's just whether he had that bag back, back in the day, yeah. I've always thought that, though. Why don't you just get in the bag? I would. Why travel by umbrella? Just post yourself. It's big enough, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Dinner service. Yeah. Small maisonette in there. <laughs> you could do anything. So why don't you just post yourself? What's I mean, the trouble with anything like that? If you actually think through the implications of what you can do with something like that, it tends to break everything. It would shit you up, though, to get a bag in the post. You unzip it, and again, you've got Julie Andrews' face. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Hello! I'm your nanny. Oh, I'll just get out of this. Mind you, you'd have to take, like, an oxygen tank in with you, presumably. There's room. Yeah, fair point. <laughs> why, would fit- the, why would an oxygen tank, if it's that big, sure it's got air in it? You can fit Battersea Power Station in there. You could do anything, yeah. A brick at a time, though. That'd be a right pain to put back together. But also, how is she going to get out of the bag? Because it's got to be infinitely deep as well, hasn't it? She's got to have some kind of ladder or rope. Isn't or it only deep enough for whatever's currently being put in it? Yeah, because otherwise, how do you get stuff out of it? Guys, we're discussing the physics of hammer space. We've gone wrong. Oh, uh, yeah, fair point. <laughs> kangaroos. <laughs> kangaroos, what? <laughs> I've never met a garoo. What is a garoo? Yeah. Jumping. Uh, no, we're actually looking for uh, something in sports and leisure. Boxing. Yeah. Singing. What's on the badge of the uh, Australian rugby team? I'm going to give you that. It's actually the nickname of the Australian rugby league side. Oh, oh there you go. The so uh, you can have the Roos. The Roos. Struths. The Roos. It's the, the football team's nickname of the Socceroos that I ate, actually. Oh, oh that's horrible. That. Socceroo. That's like Doctor Who, only, you know, in soccer. <laughs> so you got 11 now. You could do an entire Matt, side. Yeah. Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't Matt Smith a professional footballer? He played for Northampton Town, yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh, he trained. He, 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 I don't know if he turned pro, but he definitely was on the, in, the, in the side. We'd have to put Baker in goal because his hair would block the goal. I was just about to say, Baker's in goal. Which <laughs> ba- hang on, hang on. Which Baker? Tom, Colin Tom Baker. Baker. Do you reckon? Colin Baker's bigger. Yeah, but Colin <laughs> Baker's a left back. He's got it written all over his face. You're right, you're right. <laughs> so who goes, who goes central defence then? Who, who is the chopper, as it were? Oh, it's gotta be, that's got to be Hartnell, surely. 
Hartnell's older. I put him central midfield. Captain, not as much running around. No, no, I, I like the idea of having Hartnell centre at the back because nobody had run past him. Yeah. Just, no. No, actually, <laughs> this is why I would put Colin Baker centre back. No one's going to run past that hulk, you know, that hulking enforcer. Yeah, just sort of roll him up to the goal. <laughs> hulking, it's all in the hulking enforcer of anger. I mean, he's, he's got it written all over him, hasn't he? I, I quite like the idea of having Troughton as centre forward because he'd just pick the ball up, walk to the goal line, drop it over, and nobody would say a word. <laughs> he would have done, like, done it again. But who goes up front? Who's your goal scorer? I'm going Smith. I'm, uh, well, Smith obviously yeah, professional. Yeah, the, it's one of the youngest three. Yeah, Smith and Smith and Tennant. Yeah, Tennant. So you got Tennant and Smith up front. See, Eccleston I, I, behind the front. No, I'd, I'd put Eccleston in defence. He seems like the kind of brutal one who would just you're right, you're kick, right. kick <laughs> everyone in the shins. <laughs> A John Terry esque kick and walk away. Bang. What? 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 <laughs> what? Him and oh, him and Colin Baker, central defence. No one's going to mess with that, are they? One massive, one just, one just angry, running towards the goal. And who would they play? Simon Stroke Dalek Eleven, obviously, best of either. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Simon. More of a risk for handball, I'd imagine. But <laughs> the thing is, given given the folks we know listen to this, the odds are that about a couple of days after this episode comes out, someone will have drawn this and sent it to us. Right. Let's let's rescue this from the depths of uh, of Doctor Who. Geekery, oh, though. yeah, because our audience is going to hate that. Oh, <laughs> God. Well, we're preaching the wrong choir there, aren't we? <laughs> Your next one, then, Bulls and Bears. <laughs> <laughs> what do I invite for a good evening? <laughs> actual bulls and actual bears, or bullish men and bearish men? Both. Wow. That That's is, one hell of a rodeo. That is quite a part. Imagine that, a bear riding a bull in a rodeo. How cool would that look? <laughs> Hang on, are we still on, on men or on animals here? <laughs> 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 Buyers and sellers markets on the stock exchange. Yeah, you're exactly right. What animals do you find in the stock market? Really? I'm just imagining a bear bullfight. Oh, what would win in that fight? I the don't bear. know. The bear. You think? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, just open wide. Unless, unless the bull hits first. If the bull gets gets one massive shot in first, maybe, but otherwise I think the bear's going to I go, don't think the odds are that clear cut. That. <laughs> yeah. You'll have to even it up a bit like Star Trek then, won't you? One has a net, one has a sword. <laughs> That is even. Oh yeah, that makes it. No, bad. the bear has the net. The bull has the sword. I reckon that's what good's that the, What's it going to do with the sword? You strap it's the not sword got, to its head. It's don't already it. got horns. What's the third one for? <laughs> yeah, what would it hold the sword with? I don't know. Gaffer tape. 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 <laughs> So what, so what, you're ta- what you're talking about is extending a bull's horns with some swords yeah. and giving a bear a net that's just going to confuse it. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even it out. <laughs> bear's just like going, what? While the bear's going, the f*** am I doing? The bull's like, well, I don't have to learn anything new and just runs, you know. This is why Gary was never put in charge of gladiator battles. <laughs> not, not because it wouldn't have been a brilliant spectacle, just because they lost too many people duct-taping swords to dangerous creatures. The bull's asleep, you idiot! <laughs> Well, it's never going to win if it's asleep, is it? No, when you're strapping the swords on, the bull's asleep, he's in bed. So it's asleep while you're strapping it on? Oh, yeah, you see, and then the bull wakes up and he's like, Ed feels a bit heavier. Bonus! <laughs> right, where's that bear now? Now we'll see who's boss. Well, the bear wakes up in his bed. I assume bears have beds. Probably a bunk, I don't know. <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, F***ing net about? I don't know what's going Oh, hang on a minute. I've got to go and have knock, some... Knock at the door. Ball's there. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> you put odds on that. I reckon it's 50-50. I, I would have said it was 50-50 without the needless <laughs> addition of, of implements and scenario. But uh, on that note, we come to the end of the show. Thank you very much, guys. Today's winner is Gary. Wait. Congratulations. You win a new tumble dryer from Richard Dryer's Tumble Dryers. 
Ah, the good does, life indeed. It takes ages bumbles around for a while, but it's generally effective in the end, mostly through sheer luck. <laughs> so, hey. Do enjoy that. That has been the technical difficulties. I've been Tom Scott. I've been Chris. I've not been Chris. That's Gary. And I've been tested clinically. And that's Matt. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Good night. You're listening to Late Night Love. Ooh.